What's going on, fam? This is Pastor G. And over the weekend, I began watching the Netflix series, The Lincoln Lawyer. I was initially drawn to the series for a couple of reasons. Number one, I love the way the Lincoln SUVs look. And you don't see a whole lot of people driving them. And number two, I enjoyed the movie by the same name that stars Matthew McConaughey. And it's also based on the book series by Michael Connelly. In fact, I guess that's why Matthew McConaughey was in so many of the Lincoln uh, commercials uh, because of the movie. But the storyline is about a phenomenal criminal attorney um, whose office is literally his Lincoln automobile. He says that uh, he thinks better while he's in his Lincoln and it allows him to move from place to place because he's not really in an office. Uh, so while he's driving along, he's able to do his work and he's able to get more done because he stays in his Lincoln. And he has a driver that takes him from one courthouse to the other and from one location to another, etc. And one of the sub themes within the storyline is that of temptation and addiction. Unfortunately, the Lincoln lawyer had been involved in a surfing accident. And as a result of that, he eventually ended up uh, with a pain pill addiction. And his driver is a young lady uh, who's in recovery from not only pain pills, but also a heroin addiction. And so as I watched the series, they showed how intentional these characters uh, had to be in order to avoid uh, finding themselves in a situation uh, where they would slide back into or, or, or deal with the depths of being in despair. You know, in fact, the Lincoln lawyer and his driver often uh, stepped in at just the right time to be able to save the other person from making a horrible decision. Uh, there was a scene where the Lincoln lawyer, you know, he was in a bar meeting somebody. And before he left, he actually ordered a couple of drinks and he sat there and he was staring at them. And his driver came along and she brought in some coffee and she just kind of sat there with him. She stepped in at just the right time. Fam, temptation can be an absolute beast and it can come in so many different forms. For our characters in, in this particular series, uh, temptation came in the forms of drugs, both legal and illegal. But for us, we've got to fight something on the regular. So today we're going to take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and we're going to discuss, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of tempting. Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. All right, so 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. First uh, Corinthians is a letter written by or attributed to the Apostle Paul, and he's writing to the church at Corinth. 
And in this particular text, he's warning us or he's he's letting us know about a couple of things that we should be aware of as it relates to temptation. And the first of those things that he's telling us is that there are others who share your struggle. There are others who share your struggle. Verse 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And this is another way of simply saying your temptation is not unique to you. Now, it's important to note that everyone doesn't have the same struggle, but there are a whole lot of people who are dealing with the exact same thing that you are. Temptation is a type of thing that it's definitely individualized in that each person has to face his or her temptation by themselves. And in that moment, it might feel like it's just you and that thing. But there are two categories of people who've been fighting the same fight. There are other folks who are dealing with the same exact thing. And those two categories are this, those who surrender and those who subdue. Those who surrender are those who submit to whatever the temptation is. You know, we find ourselves in this category uh, because we don't have the support system that'll check us and let us know, man, you tripping. You need to leave us alone or you got to go in a different direction or you got to change some things. Or we may not be intentional in avoiding certain people, places and activities. Why are we not intentional? Because we got this in our minds. For some reason, we think we have some control over this. But if we had control, then it wouldn't be our temptation. You know, we say that we got this. And yet every single time we find ourselves back in a place of regret and shame. And we may not even realize it yet that our life is spiraling. And so we continue to flirt with that beautiful person that we're attracted to that isn't our spouse. We continue to go to the casino in spite of the fact that we've lost so much cash. And we continue to make our way to the mall or to Amazon to get yet another thing that we don't need. We continue to chase power and control, although we're doing it for all the wrong reasons and we're hurting people in the process. We continue to chase the almighty dollar with every fiber of our being while we forget that the love of money is the root of all evil and we forget to seek ye first the kingdom of God. We continue to spend huge chunks of time on social media and consume negativity and toxicity at a rate that's impacting our well-being. But we got to be plugged in. We got to find out what the T is. We got to fit in and keep up with the trends and the challenges. We continue to watch certain TVMA rated shows or we continue to peep certain websites that will pull us into pornographic material, even while we know that we're going that route more and more frequently. I know that none of you listening to this can relate to this list, but I'm guessing you know somebody who can. And there are many other things that can be added that I didn't mention, but... There are others who share your struggle. There are others who've been through the surrendering to the temptation over and over again. But there are also options to sidestep your setback. And that's our second point. There are options to sidestep your setback. Verse 13 also says, 
And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Oh, the temptation is going to come. There's no question about that. That that's a done deal. That's going to happen. Do not for a second think that you're going to get to a place where the temptation doesn't come at you and knock on your door anymore. But the question is, will you remain in the surrender to it category or are you ready to move into the subdue it category? It's simple, but it ain't easy. You see, in order to subdue, we have to be willing to see the signs when God is giving us an off ramp. Many times we just we just ignoring signs. God will give us the opportunity to get away, to stop, to escape. But here's the problem. We like the temptation. If we didn't like it, then, well, like I said before, it ain't a temptation for us. How many times has that small voice reminded us just before we got caught up? Don't do it. Don't go there. Don't say that. Don't text that. Stay home. Log off. Don't respond to that DM. And we get away from that small, still voice just as quick as we possibly can. Why? Because it's the only thing that's keeping us from what we like. And how we like it. There are options to sidestep our step back. You don't have to surrender and submit every single time. We can subdue our temptation. We can plan our exit strategy when we're not even in the middle of the temptation. So think about it now because you're listening to this now. So you're not being tempted by anything at this moment. So, so think about How do I actually put an exit strategy in place when we're facing it? How how am I going to respond to this situation when I get there? Because I'm going to get there. Well, we can leave our credit or debit card home and only carry a certain amount of cash when we go out. Or we can decide that we're not going to meet up at the bar or we'll avoid watching certain programming or we're going to find other places to go besides the casino. Or we'll remove notifications from our social media so that every single time somebody posts something, we're not sucked into the negativity and the toxicity. Or maybe we need to acknowledge right now that we need to seek counseling or we need to tell a trusted confidant. Who's going to work with us? Who's going to step in just like the Lincoln lawyer's driver did? There were times when she would warn him whenever she would drive him to a location that could potentially cause a relapse. And she was mindful to come check on him to make sure that he was all good. Well, fam, God is faithful. And the word tells us that he's not going to allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. He will always provide an off-ramp, a way out. And this can be found in Genesis chapter 39 because Joseph, he was faced by Potiphar's wife. She was trying to seduce him. She literally grabbed him and was like, yo, Joe, this is all for you, my brother. And I'm thinking that she was probably as fine as all outdoors. So here he is. He's in a position where it's all his and yet he immediately gets out of there. He took the off ramp. He looked and saw the signs and he decided this 
is my exit. There are plenty of people that prove that any temptation can be overcome because there are so many people out there who are survivors who went through the exact same thing. And now they're a living witness that it can be done. In fact, the reason why you're struggling right now is so that you can draw from their experiences and from God's strength. But there's another reason. The other reason is that so you can also be a testimony for somebody who's coming behind you. So I'm not going to lie. It's kind of tempting. But always remember, there are others who share your struggle. You're not alone. And there are options to sidestep the setback. Heavenly Father, we come before you now recognizing that we're all faced with temptations. Even when we're able to get past a particular type of temptation, along comes another one. But you remind us in this text today that, you know, there are others who share our struggle. And not only are there others who share our struggle, they've they've had to share that struggle so that we can see that there are some who submitted to it, who surrendered to it and still are in bondage from it. But yet there are still others who have subdued it. They've conquered it. They've been victorious over it. We're asking right now that you would help us to be in that second category. Those who subdue whatever the temptation may be. Help us to utilize the off ramps that you give us. Help us to be able to see that we can be victorious. Lord, also help us to be able to know that as we go through this, we don't have to travel alone. Help us to know that you can provide everything that we need if we are willing to step away. We thank you in advance for helping us and our loved ones as it relates to our temptations. And we declare right now that although it's kind of tempting, we can be victorious in and through you. All these things we ask in Jesus Christ's name and all of the trifling ones said, amen. Thank you.